This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. I'd like to talk to you about the uh, processes of devotional service that are delineated in the Vedic literature in that they're given to you as hearing, chanting, remembering, worshiping, offering prayers and obeisances, surrendering, serving, and remembering. And it starts with hearing. And the Vedic literature goes a bit of distance in explaining to you why hearing is most important. That the sense of hearing, your ears, are actually your most important sense. Because if your eyes are closed, you can't see danger, but you can hear. The same thing if one's sleeping, how do you get one awake? You can't wave something in front of them. They, you make a sound, you call their name, and they hear you. Similarly, to learn Vedic knowledge, to awaken your spiritual consciousness is not a matter of seeing it. Consciousness isn't seen. And the other processes are really based around the hearing because you require sufficient hearing about the Lord and hearing the Vedic literature to be able to engage in the other processes of devotional service sincerely. You can't just engage in service out of mundane, go do this. Oh, okay. No, you need to understand what you're doing and why. Well, how does that information come to you? By hearing. So reading is described as subliminal hearing. You read through the thing and you're hearing it being said to you, if you will, through the words. And you get the meaning, you get the concepts. And it awakens your understanding of the subject matter. Well, right now everybody is involved in hearing nonsense. No permanent value. Vedic literature makes a, a significant distinction between something of permanent eternal value and something of temporary material value. The material temporary tabernacle and everything about it is, by construction, inferior. So most of us are involved in the material world in everything we do being inferior. But through the Vedic literature and the grace of the spiritual master, one be learns how important hearing is and he begins to hear either by subliminal reading type of hearing or by hearing from the spiritual master or his disciples. And he learns what is the method of spiritual life? What is devotional service? How does one come from a material perspective of life to a spiritual perspective of life? Through that method, I should say, that method is prerequisite to being able to do the other types of devotional service with the right mentality. Because why you do something is the most important aspect of an act. Why did you do that? That is a very important facet in human life. The same act can be done for a spiritual reason and be transcendental in nature, or can be done for a material reason and be selfish by nature. The selfishness binds one to the reactions. 
and the transcendental one liberates you from any type of reaction. So the Vedic literature places two distinct categories before you and identifies them in their true worth. This temporary material distractions and activities are inferior by construction. And those activities that are performed from a spiritual perspective for the satisfaction of the spiritual master and the Lord are of superior nature. So the living entities find anxiety and difficulty when they're constantly engaged in the inferior activities. And they find liberation and fulfillment and satisfaction when they're engaged in eternal spiritual activities. Now this is a science Many people say, oh, well, how do I get into spiritual life? How do I do something? What is the benefit? Uh, there's so many people that are frustrated with material struggle for existence or economic development or mental speculation or mundane education because they don't feel fulfilled. And they go, there must be something there. And they look to spiritual things, spiritual activities. Well, the first spiritual activity that is required for that person or any other person is that they hear from a realized soul so they understand what the spiritual strata consists of, what the spiritual perspective consists of, how do they understand that spiritual perspective so that they can see things correctly. This is just like going to school. You can go to school and not have ever seen numbers or letters and you can't make heads or tails of it. But when it's explained to you, the alphabet, the, the numerical structure, you become empowered. It becomes a tool, a method that you use the rest of your life in how to construct words, in how to calculate numbers and sums. They become two methods that you have conquered that are under your control that give you benefit, that give you development, that give you support, that give you independence in your sojourn of life. Similarly, when you're frustrated in the material world and you want to enter into spiritual life, hearing and understanding the perspective from the spiritual master becomes a tool. It becomes an empowerment for you to use in the rest of your spiritual life. So it's very important to study, and if you get a misconception to inquire, sir, is this correct? You said this, is that what you mean? No, 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 I didn't mean that, I mean this. Oh, oh great. And you conquer over misconceptions. And you adopt the spiritual perspective given by the fully realized spiritual master. And this is empowerment. This gives you tools and consciousness and concepts and perspectives that accompany you through the rest of your life. You can't be confused anymore. This is something that happens repeatedly in the teachings of Bhagavad Gita by our spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada. It's after reading the Bhagavad Gita and hearing from the spiritual master the correct spiritual conceptions and the correct spiritual understandings, when someone comes before you and says, well, I think it might be like this. You know, maybe this is the way the eternal life works. Maybe this is how God thinks. And you immediately go, no. <laughs> you speculate maybe. But the self-realized soul in the Vedic literature, they're telling you, no speculation. This is how it is. This is what the Lord says. 
This is what the self-realized masters have authenticated, confirmed. So you don't have to spend your time trying to do it. We are so distracted that it's very difficult for people to concentrate on such high philosophical concept as the meaning and value of specific words or activities. So it's better to go before a realized soul and inquire from them, like going to a professor and say, teach me this science. And you come away in four years at the university with a degree and an understanding of that science that supports your career the rest of your life. Oh, he's an educated college graduate. Similarly, you approach the spiritual master and you inquire from him and make sure you get it in proper perspective because he's a realized soul. He can impart to you that knowledge. And that knowledge clears the path for your devotional service, your life of the spirituality for the rest of your duration of existence. It liberates you from the material temporary existence and it reestablishes you in your permanent eternal position of serving the love of God. So the instructions from the spiritual master are vital. And all you have to do is hear. Listen to his instructions. So he is available to you through the hearing process. He's available in his books, subliminal hearing. He's available in his lectures and tapes, actual oral hearing. He's available to you in the expressions and explanations of his disciples. I've heard from the spiritual master and he has said this is the situation. This is the fact. This is the condition. And he honestly, sincerely, without deviation, gives you the instruction. It's as good as hearing from the spiritual master. So we have to have the control, the self-control, the, the presence of mind, to recognize that it's a progression starts with hearing. And we have to calm our mind and calm our lives and take a bit of time. So put your phone down, turn it off, don't watch the TV, read the books by the spiritual master and concentrate on what he's talking about and inquire from him or his student. The advanced student helps the new student. And he becomes advanced and he helps the next new student. And all they're doing is repeating what the spiritual master said without deviation, without adulteration, so that the message is pure and the same. And the empowerment is automatic. Each disciple, each student learns in proper perspective and is empowered to give that proper perspective to others. This is what the spiritual chain of disciple succession is for. To increase the number of humans on the planet who understand things correctly so that more help can be given to the humans on the planet that don't see things correctly. So you're doing so many things. Oh, I'm going to worry about the environment. Oh, I care about the climate change. Oh, I'm worried about pollution. Oh, I'm caring about uh, dirty this or dirty that. Oh, well, if you want to care about something, care about all the suffering living entities in the human form of life who don't actually understand what's happening to them. They think, oh, I got it figured out. Nah, I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then life turns and bang, they're in a situation of bewilderment. 
wow, what happened? Why am I, what happened? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Wow, I'm confused. What happened to what I thought was my stable life? What happened to what I thought was knowledge and I had control a few days ago? But wow, everything's a mess now. Because the forces of nature, the forces of life, the forces, forces of existence, and even the higher levels of society don't care for your stable condition. They can change on you. And you have to have that understanding, that strength of character, depth of character. You only get that from hearing from the spiritual master. Because everything in the material world is only temporary related to your predicament. And when your predicament changes, all the answers aren't there anymore. But from the spiritual point of view, from the Vedic knowledge, the all of the answers from all perspectives are given. All of them. I know that's hard to believe. I know that's hard to take in, should I say. But it is possible when you actually have it fully expressed to you. It's simple, actually. I've given the example before. There's a 12-story building. And you're entering the building and suddenly go, Oh, I need a, I need a restroom. Oh, my goodness. Where is a restroom in this 12-story building? I don't know. Oh, confusion. What a situation. How much time have I got? I gotta find one. Do you know? Excuse me. Do you know? Excuse me. I'm looking for a restroom. Excuse me. What? But the person who designed the building, the person who built the building, the person who resides in the building, they all have no problem with that. They know exactly where the restroom is. So to you, it's a big problem. And to them, no problem. This is the situation. Spiritual life to the realized soul is no problem. But spiritual life to someone who's just entering the building and doesn't have any details, it's a problem. How do I be spiritual? How do I change my perspective? What is the right perspective? Where do I go? Who do I inquire from? Excuse me? What is spiritual life? Excuse me? How do I spiritually act? So the spiritual master's position is very important. And because of his commitment to the service of the Lord, he's very compassionate. He's simply trying to help you find a restroom. He's trying to give you spiritual understanding in this material building of confusion. And he can do it. And all of the difficulties you think, oh, well, he may know where this is, but where's this closet or where's an elevator? Or, well, how many windows? Is there any uh, balconies in this building? He knows all of it. He doesn't know some things. He knows all things. So you can learn everything about that building. And similarly, you can learn everything about material life and the shortcomings it has. And why it causes you anxiety. And why you're not in the happy condition you want to be in. So this is our opportunity to look, go before the spiritual master and learn all of the things that are required. And it starts with hearing. One hears about the intense devotion and the amazing service rendered by the spiritual master's disciples or the great acharyas or spiritual masters of the past, 
or the great devotees of the Lord from previous incarnations and pastimes and experiences, and you hear how the devoted and selfless, how focused and compassionate they are. And it brings those qualities out in you. It's just like going to have a, see a movie. You see a movie is of compassion and caring, and you feel those feelings. And you go and you see a movie that's of war and killing and destruction, and you feel those feelings. We have the situation now that all of the movies being produced lack compassion and honesty. They're all full of evil and killing and destruction. They're all full of uh, murderous activities, lacking compassion and all the good qualities that makes us human. They're depicting these horrible states of life as your future. Because they don't want you to realize that your nature is of compassionate, truthful, caring human life. And that lifts you to the level of God consciousness. They don't want you God conscious. They want you subservient to their wishes. Work your life away making money for them. Completely external, temporary, ridiculous activities that you're forced into because most of the society is not awake. Most of society has not heard the Vedic literature. So if you have a minute, if you have any time, read Bhagavad Gita as it is. Go online. Go to a bookstore. They're, the Lord is planting these books all over the planet. Over 300 million books by our spiritual master are all over this planet. So you can bump into one. How do you find a book? With your sincerity. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. When the desire to read the Vedic literature is there, the book appears. Your paths cross. So take this opportunity. Hear from the spiritual master. Read and hear the Vedic literature. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain because all the perspectives that you're wondering about can be cleared up, can be assisted, can be purified, can be explained. And that's what's done in the Vedic literature. And the Lord's compassion is reaching to you. Take this book, please. The spiritual master selflessly spent his lifetime writing these books and getting them printed and getting them all over the place so you can get your hands on them. So, here, the Vedic literature, there is no superior act. This brings the humans to the point of uh, reviving their ability to hear things in proper perspective. It's not just simply hearing, it's understanding, getting the proper perspective. This is the uh, underlying purpose in the Vedic literature. That you get your own life, your own predicament, the value of temporary things versus the value of eternal spiritual things in proper perspective. That you get free of the selfishness. You get free of the anxiety. You develop your compassion. You develop your selflessness. You develop your service mentality. Because that's what rewards you. That's what fills the void in your heart. That's what uplifts you to what you believe you actually are. We all feel there's something more to life than what's being given or taught. Yeah, it's true.
And you feel that because there's a higher place for you. There's a higher plane. Be sincere and read the Vedic literature and you will find what you're looking for. This is a great opportunity. And it should not be missed by anyone. So, the Lord, the spiritual master, the spiritual master's students and disciples, and the Vedic literature are all on the same mission. To increase the number of humans who understand reality and life and their predicament and their responsibilities in proper perspective. Not according to social conviction and education and teaching and government rules and regulations and what the stupid television tries to make you think is normal. There's nothing normal in the television set. This is all concocted. And it does not lead to happiness. Or everybody who's always watching TV would be happy. But they aren't. They're grumpy. So we can see, ah, the answer is not there. But the answers are in the Vedic literature because all of the disciples of the spiritual master are happy. All of them understand. All of them are content. All of them know where they're going at the end of this life. All of them are trying to assist the spiritual master and the Lord's plan to help increase the number of human beings who see things in proper perspective and become happy in their service to God. Join that category. Help others join that category. Not misconception, not cheating, not deception, not making it up, not speculating. Hearing from the authority and accepting that information and that perspective, and then you prove it to yourself. You can test it all you want, and you will prove it to yourself. Yes, the spiritual master is being very honest to me, very compassionate to me. And this is opening the door for your spiritual life and the perfection of the human form of life. The perfection of the sojourn of birth and death and birth and death you've experienced for many, many lives is all perfected under the instructions of the spiritual master in this very life. So please take the opportunity. This is the instruction given. Read Bhagavad Gita, chant the Maha Mantra. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.